There is more going on than you know. There are unseen universal forces at work. The law of attraction is just one universal law that plays a part in shaping your reality. But there's so much more to know. If you knew how to engage all the universal forces, you could deliberately create the life of your dreams. Joshua, a group of non-physical teachers, explains the laws of the universe and how the mechanisms of physical reality actually work. They are channeled by Gary Temple Bodley, and each week, Gary and a group of students discuss how they are affecting and enhancing their lives every single day. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is the teachings of Joshua Roundtable. We're thrilled you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Happy Hour. I'm your host, Gary <laughs> Temple Bodley. The happy hour idea came up because we were screwing around and I just blurted that out the first run through of this thing and everyone laughed. And so now it's the law of attraction happy hour. Actually, it's the law of attraction roundtable. And we have to stick with roundtable because I just paid $5 to get a new logo that says law of attraction roundtable. So we need that. Right? And we can't waste that $5. Anyway, welcome to the law of attraction, whatever it is. This is a group of silly people talking about their lives and how they use and misuse the law of attraction to hopefully <laughs> feel better, I guess, right? Misuses. So anyway, this episode today is all about living in the moment because nothing else is ever happening. Yet, when you think about living in the moment, it doesn't really make sense, right? Because you're always thinking about the past or the future. And so what does it mean to live in the moment that all our powers in the moment? I don't get it. Actually, I'm starting to get it now because... <laughs> Nothing is going on other than what's happening right now. And we're in this conversation with these five people and these millions of people who are listening right now and who will listen in the future. And all we're trying to do is have fun, right? And we're only having fun in the moment. If we're thinking about the future, that's not going to be as fun as right now. If we're thinking about the past, well, sometimes that was fun, but our memories are foggy. So who knows what was really happening? All we know is we're living in the moment now. We're going to talk about a question to Joshua from Sarah. And Sarah wants to know, what can she do in this moment to pre prepare for her future? And it's a pretty interesting answer that I think applies to all of us, and I can't wait to get to it. On the round table today, we have Kyla Hinton. Hi, Kyla. Hi, Gary. And Wendy Pierce. Hi, Wendy. Well, hey there, Gary. And Tracy DeLuise. Hi, Tracy. <laughs> DeLuise. Hi, Gary. <laughs> and Mark Shahada. That was the best intro. That was seriously the best God, uh, intro that you had. That intro was brought to you by Maxwell House. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just great. say that Mark is the only silly one here? I'm not the silly yeah. one. I'm There's not. Who's I'm always the silly. Silly. Didn't he say silly? I, I think it's just you. I'm the only non-silly no. I'm serious. We've been actually talking for an hour or so. It's <laughs> silly as hell, right? And now we're going to start and actually record something. But if we had recorded what we were talking about before, that would have been, been better, right? Yeah, that would have been the charge. show. We'd have to charge for that. That's yeah. like yeah. high quality material. Two or three bucks at I'd least. I'd pay for that logo. Yeah. We've got to pay for that logo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that logo. All yeah. right. So anyway, this is uh, talking about the law of attraction talking about how we're raising our vibrations to consciously create the lives we prefer. And in that idea is the idea of totally letting go of any expectations or anything we think we need to happen or any goals. We don't have these goals anymore. We're just sort of having fun and we're following our inspiration. And, and trusting. Yeah. We're trusting that when we need to do something to – cause us to get to the next level in order to, you know, move along in this life as we intended prior to our birth, then we just wait for the inspiration to strike. When it strikes, we realize that fear is always going to pop up. We act, you know, we push past that fear. We take the step we can take and that's it. And if there's no steps in front of us, there's nothing to do. You have nothing to worry about. So that's sort of like living in the moment, isn't it? Yeah. And noticing the resistance when it pops up. And then dealing with that resistance and figuring out what the limiting belief is and, and trying to see it from another perspective. That's all that we're doing now. Yep. And the flip Work. side, noticing inspiration. Yeah. yeah, noticing the inspiration because we get inspiring ideas hundreds of times a day yeah. and we don't pay attention to it because we just think they're random silly thoughts. 
that are just coming in like any other thought. But, you know, when you start to get more and more in alignment and take that inspiration seriously, then it doesn't mean you have to do everything you're inspired to do. But if you could do a step for that thing, whether that's writing it down or researching it or something like that, then why not do it and see where it goes? Yeah. I'm taking this stuff way more seriously as far as inspiration. I'm like saying, this is coming from my inner self or from my guides or from source or, you know, and the timing of it is the right timing for it. And I'm just so many things. So I have this house here and we renovated the house and in the back, way in the back was this old junky trailer. And it's so funny because I was, I've been looking for a trailer and looking for a trailer. I'm going on Craigslist and trying to find a trailer and, and, you know, figuring out how big it can be and where it can fit if I use it and all this stuff. And I swear to God, I've looked hundreds of times. And so the other day, I just had the inspiration to go pull this trailer out and maybe take it to the dump. And then when we pulled it out, we realized the frame was perfect. So we just took apart all the crappy wood that's in there, threw that away. We have a nice frame now, get two more wheels, and there we go, a perfect trailer. Look at that. <laughs> Yeah, in your right backyard. Your own backyard. <laughs> in my backyard, I have the whole time. Literally, literally. Yeah. So that's really how it works, though, isn't it? That's yeah. really how it works when you start to when you start to apply this. Yeah, I'm more excited about this trailer than almost anything else. <laughs> it's so silly. I can't <laughs> wait to paint it and get, yeah. get new wheels and hook it up behind a car and drive around with it. I don't know. I'm going to put it in it. I'm you can put four <laughs> higher. You can put four higher on it. You know, it makes some extra money to pay for yeah. those logos. Yeah, that's, there you go. Isn't get that, that's such a perfect, I was just going to say, it's such a perfect like metaphor for all of this stuff that we're doing where we're like looking around outside of ourselves for whatever it is that we think that we need when a lot of times it's just like right there, well, backyard. you know, in our backyard yeah. or inside of us. <laughs> you know. Did you read this answer? Because that's, you're uh, foretelling what's going to No, be you actually yeah. channeled Kyla. Itching for Kyla. Yeah. 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 All right, so let's get going with the quote of the week. Does anyone All right. have it? I have it. This quote is from a question of Wendy's. What? Oh, no. what? Yeah. Yeah. And there were so that? many good parts. I just picked this part from Joshua, but I could read the whole damn answer here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <clears throat> okay, um, here it goes. This is all you need to concentrate on for now. Improve your mood. Incre- increase your happiness. Enjoy things. Have fun. Elevate your state of being, and from the, that higher state, you'll begin to move in the direction of what is wanted. You, did, you do not know what you you do not know what you want now because you aren't feeling good enough to receive inspiration. You think you want certain things, but this is an illusion caused by your lower emotional state of being. As you raise your state. You will receive ideas, and those ideas will be new and exciting. Until that time comes, all you must do is work on feeling good. Yeah, feel, work on feeling good. And you guys, that feeling good meditation that Kyla did is so amazing. I love that one. That if you want a copy of that, I just gave away a copy of that to someone today. Uh, just email me at joshuateachings at gmail.com, and I'll send you that. It's, it's really brilliant. And it, you know, the more we get into this, the more we realize that feeling good is the only thing that we have to do. There is nothing else because once you feel good, you get into alignment and then you receive inspiration to act. That's right. So feeling also, good. Yeah. And one thing that's been working really well for me is like, I don't know, loosening up my ideas of what feeling good means. So like I used to think that meant that I had to be in this like high bliss state, you know, all the time that if I wasn't there, then I was doing something wrong. And now it's been just a matter of like whatever I'm feeling, being okay with it. Like that's the step, you know, so if I am in negative emotion, accepting, like seeing that it's not even negative, it's just emotion. It's just messages, whatever, you know, but not resisting it. It makes it a lot easier to feel good, even about feeling "quote unquote" bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And the right. reason we all avoid negative emotions is because we've always tended to linger. You know, this, we didn't know th- that it was beneficial to, you know, change your perspective and and you do stuff to make you feel good. We always just lingered, and so that why that's why it was so painful. But now we can realize the benefit of negative emotion understand why we're resisting and you know what we're resisting in the moment 
and then get to a feeling good place. And that's just accepting. And once you accept what is happening in the moment, you feel relief. And that relief is really the, the highest feeling you can have is relief. John, uh, Abraham said that one time, the greatest feeling you can have is relief. They're, that's the pinnacle. And I never thought of it that way. I always thought like exhilaration or joy, but relief is at that top of the lift. And going to joy, that joy medita- uh, meditation talks about joy in the mundane, basically. You know what I mean? That there's joy in taking the trash out. There's joy in, not that this is in the meditation, but for me, it just reminds me that it doesn't have to be this, like you were saying, Tyler, I don't have to be like, oh, I'm so excited. This is great. It's more like just being in the moment is joy. Yeah. If you enjoy a good book, that's joy. Whatever yeah. you enjoy. And being there. Yeah, and then also it's the idea of moving towards feeling good. Like, like if you can't feel good, you know, if you're if you're just feeling a certain way, you're feeling cruddy. Maybe you're not going to able to feel good, but you can move towards feeling good. And then, even if you can't move, even if you're not feeling good, what are you feeling about not feeling good? How much mm-hmm. are you beating up on yourself? How much pressure are you giving yourself? So, so not feeling good about not feeling good isn't moving towards feeling good. Yeah. Right? So there's just a way, it's how we're treating ourselves through it all. Mm-hmm. Someone asked a question to Joshua about they've been, um, they've been thinking positive thoughts for a year now and nothing's changed. <laughs> right. And in the summary, the answer was more about thinking positive th- thoughts is like putting lipstick on the pig. You know, you're not really changing how you're being. You're just using those positive thoughts to control your life in order to get you what you think you want. I mean, this is how I was. I was using the law of attraction to get money back that I lost and to get my life back. And that wasn't the, that's not how it works. You got to, you got to get into that higher emotional state of being, which allows the natural progression of more beneficial and empowering thoughts that feel good. And when you don't feel good, it's not just shifting to some thought that feels better, which certainly can help, but it's also looking at why you don't feel good and finding a new perspective and then feeling that relief. Right. And isn't it, isn't it a conflict though, when you're saying positive thoughts, but you're not really feeling it inside, isn't that that conflict between you and your inner self? Yeah. That's why you're not creating in your reality because there's conflict there. You really have to feel it. And that's why I think Joshua reiterates all the time. The most important thing is to feel good. And you can feel good now in this moment because in this moment, nothing wrong is happening. Yep. And accepting yourself when you're not feeling good. And having no attachment to the outcome. It doesn't matter. It's just allowing. Yeah. Accepting. Accepting. That's a big thing, too. Accepting the conditions as they are. Yeah. That's yep. feeling good. That yep. was a thing that Steve said one time. Well, what about those times when you're uh, getting bamboo sh- uh, pushed Ooh. up your fingernails, right? <laughs> <laughs> because, well, the moment before that happens and the moment after that happens is fine. Yeah. Right? And yet you and you've never really experienced that moment. <laughs> and you don't know what that moment is, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it reminds to. me of my youngest, like a couple different times where there have been experiences that I perceived as unpleasant. And then I ask him how like he feels about it or he just volunteers. Like he's like, I'm excited. I've never done this before. So like, uh-huh. you know, having that attitude yeah. about the bamboo seems kind of crazy. But like if we've never experienced it, like at least we're having a new experience. Yeah. You know? yeah. They're curious. Like, That's why kids put marbles up their nose all the time. It's like, I don't know what that feels like, but it's exciting. Let's yeah. say, oh, what happens when we do this? Yeah. Well, Abraham talks also about like, well, what if you're right in the middle of that manifestation event? Like that, or, or she doesn't say manifest. They don't say manifestation. Like but what if Nobody you're in that, that Mark, what, yeah yeah except manifestation. manifestation manifestation event no. <laughs> That's no, not manifestational. Just for um, you. Oh, no manifestational yeah <laughs> okay. and, uh, continue. you go with it let's I'm get a t-shirt and so abraham says like if you're getting bamboo stuck under your fingernails it's the same question of well, she says it's like they say it's like jumping out of an airplane without a parachute don't worry, it'll be over soon. Like you're in the middle of it. It's just going to happen. 
And then after you can get your balance and you can go meditate and process and whatnot. Yeah. And those true moments like that are far and few between. Right. Yeah. Um, on the boot camp coaching call, Cindy was talking about, you know, if nothing's wrong, what about slavery? Mm-hmm. Slavery is wrong. And Joshua said, well, you have to understand that the limitations of slavery is a, an experience that can't be experienced in the non-physical. Just like lack, pain, fear, things like that, unworthiness. And so all of these explorations are valid. But the true benefit of this is the change, shift in attitudes and the momentum building from fear towards love. And there's so many benefits involved in that. And the, and the ecstasy that people must feel when they see how people were treated in the past and how they're accepted now, you know, and that that's a, that's a ever evolving thing that goes from inequality, which, you know, 200 years ago, people put themselves in a totem pole of who's more worthy. Mm-hmm. And now we're moving away from that into total equality. And we're not there yet, but we're getting a lot closer to it. Yeah. Yeah. And so all the experiences of the past lead to what we are experiencing now. And there's, it's always improving. And we can see that. But that's true of ourselves, too. All of our experiences led us here. Mm. And yeah. I personally wouldn't change a thing. But I wanted to change everything my whole life until I got here now. Yeah. yeah. And that's just expansion, right? I mean, it had that's to start somewhere. And it's going somewhere. So Yeah. And it's, and it's getting better and better and better. Even though if you're paying attention to things that are on the fringes, it may sound like the world's in chaos. But that just means that there's more opportunities to explore different aspects of physical reality that have never been explored before. Mm-hmm. For instance, while generally speaking – humanity has never been wealthier. If you're living in lack and you you see your neighbor or someone on TV who's living in great wealth or someone much younger than you who's making millions on YouTube, mm. that experience of lack is now nuanced because 100 years ago, everyone was experiencing lack and you couldn't really tell the difference and no one thought of being getting out of it. Mm-hmm. But now we all have the inspiration to do something wonderful to focus more on the abundance. And what a fabulous opportunity where you can make a million dollars doing a YouTube channel or something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not limited like it was where there was only certain types of jobs. There's so many ways to, to experience abundance now. I was uh, listening to a podcast with the Congresswoman from Hawaii. Who's running for president. You remember who that is? Anyway, she was, uh, her and Joe Rogan. Sarah Palin? No. What? Uh, Although she's (laughs) from Alaska. (laughs) And she's a governor. And she's not running for president. Uh, But anyway. Not into politics. (laughs) (laughs) So they were talking about these people who work at Amazon and how hard that job is. You're timed to go to the bathroom and you're timed on these breaks and you have to run from one end of the warehouse to the other and you're, they let you, there's a little beeping thing that goes off in your ear if you're if you're too slow, oh, wow. and and they're wow. saying that now they're going to automate that so they'll have robots doing that and all these people will not have jobs and I'm like yeah. great they shouldn't have jobs those are horrible jobs <laughs> you know this, nobody came to physical reality to do that right it is certainly yeah. an experience that would probably boost you but this, these this idea of of having to do something like that in order to survive isn't what we intended. There's so much more potential for all of us, I think. Yeah. But this is a group of people who don't have jobs. So <laughs> I have a job. I love now, it. You have a job that you love though, right? <laughs> I do. I do. I love it. I was thinking about that this morning about like how just, I don't know, thrilled I am that like I'm excited to go to work in the morning. And that's not, those would have seemed like mutually exclusive concepts to me like six months ago. But what's perfect is that the way that it came about was like, I wasn't, you know, 
I had thoughts like, oh, I should get a job. Oh, I should get a job. But then I just waited until, you know, until I was inspired. And there were a couple others that I'd applied to, um, kind of like out of an urge, you know, and nothing ever materialized of those. And this just like unfolded. And it just so happens that she on her own was into the law of attraction. So like, it's just, yeah, it's perfect for me. Perfect. For right now, so. yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's possible for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, but, but when you have fear that you're not going to pay the rent or that you should be doing something, then you get urges and then you just go out and, find the first thing. And that's usually a match right. to that fear right. So by waiting until you were inspired. Everything worked out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, but having jobs that you hate, whatever that's, you know, that's part of the process to get you to where you want to be. It doesn't have to be. Well, a, a lot of people think that where they want to be is retired from that job they hate. You right. Know? And so they stay in that job until they get laid off or, whatever happens, but that, yeah. but it's sort of like, okay, you could figure that part out in the first three months. You don't have to do it for 10 years. Yeah. You could right. figure out how horrible this is. But in that mindset, yeah. that approach to life where you're trying to make things happen, you say, oh, if I only work harder, I'll get this promotion. And once I get this promotion, things will be better. Then you get that promotion and you're like, oh, nothing's better. Maybe I'll have, now I need to get another promotion. That's how I was. I had to keep going for the next big thing until I tipped it over and everything you know, it's like building a house of cards. And I kept going. I had a beautiful house all set, but I had to keep going and then it all crumbled. But you didn't know what you didn't, you didn't know what you didn't know then. Right. Right. So do you right. think like, as you look back that, as you look back at, let's say all that time until you got to where you are now, what do you, is there regret? Is that wasted? Is there, I shouldn't have gone through, like, how are you processing? How do you feel about that? Okay. So two things. One is everything happened perfectly to get me here. Yeah. Two is I couldn't be here without all those experiences. Right. Now, and if I had to go back and change it, that wouldn't have worked, knowing what we know about the laws of the universe. You have to go through each stage. It's a chisel off of that marble slab that one day becomes a, a work of art. Right. But I also had the thought, if I knew then what I know now, what would I have done differently? And I would have saved a lot of time, obviously. And it would have and it would have eased up with the resistance and I would have been here a bit earlier to live the life that I had dreamed of that I didn't even know existed. Yeah, but it wouldn't so, have been with me. So No. And it wouldn't have been a divine timing. It would yeah, have been more right. worst. Uh, so now I'm thinking, well, what if I could perceive myself from the future looking at me now? How would I say to be? And there's two things I would say. I would say, really work on your resistance to notice it, which is what I'm doing. And two, allow yourself to push through fear more and more and more and more on this inspiration. Don't get limited by the fear. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my stance now. Well, and that's, you know what? That's good advice to give to our future selves. Right. Oh, you know? I mean. We're going to need that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to think. It, it, All right. Interesting because if you if you find yourself like if you are currently now in a job, you know, if you find if you currently are in a job that you don't like, uh, your p- two perspectives are great, Gary, because it's like because you have to have the well, I am I accept where I am because here is where I am and yes. here's where I am because yes. otherwise anything else is resistance. Right. And at the same time reach for, well, let me do the work. Mm-hmm. And let me mm-hmm. let me know that there's something because you'll also, it's good to know that there's something beyond it. I can, I can get to where I want to go mm-hmm. with feeling, work, reaching for feeling good. So yeah. we're all limited aspects of ourselves. And the first step is to totally accept where you are now as perfect. Accept mm-hmm. yourself, most importantly. Accept the conditions, your job, your family, whatever it is, and the people around you. Totally accept everything and then learn to appreciate what you have now and the wonderful life you've created now. And then understand that there's great potential in all of us and everyone, no matter what you think, there's great potential. You can't figure out what that is. You have to let it unfold and you let it unfold by maintaining your alignment or maintaining a 
feeling good state of being, living in the moment and processing your limiting beliefs when you see a manifestation event come up or when you feel negative emotion. If that's, that's the only work you can do, there's nothing else to do. You have to drop your idea of what you think you want because those ideas of what you think you want, you think that if I get that, then this will happen. And it has to be the other way around. Hmm. Once I realize my limiting beliefs, I'll be inspired to that which I can't even dream of now. And so when you think, oh, if I have this car, this made this house, then I'll feel good. It's the reverse is true. When I feel good now, what I can't even imagine will come flowing into my life. And that's a little tripped up. It's me tripped up a little bit because Joshua will say, accept where you are, accept you are now and focus on what you desire. It's like, okay, well, focusing on what my, I desire, I don't even really know what I desire at this point. Because well, they say focus. Old. Yeah. So Abraham says focus on your desire. Oh. Joshua says do whatever's exciting to do in the moment and realize that your attention on whatever it is is going to bring more of it. Hmm. So if you're focused on lack, you're going to receive an abundance of experiences that help you identify that feeling of lack. And once you've identified that feeling of lack enough, now you can you can focus on the abundance that does exist now. Mm-hmm. And there's none of us who doesn't have an abundance of wonderful things in our lives now. Right. If we're living in this society, really, we are very fortunate. Only 5% of the world lives in America. Mm. Yeah. That's something I've been seeing is that there, like, there is – there are a million things to focus on that feel good. Like when you were saying about joy and the mundane and like Mm -hmm. Gary, you said accepting where you're at is one of the like key parts and then appreciating it. And that's something that I've seen in my job. Like there are the only thing like a few weeks or when I was first started, I realized that I had this belief that like there wasn't going to be any job ever that I would like, you know? And so that was a key realization, but then just focusing on all these tiny little things about it has made such a huge shift. Like, putting out the welcome mat is something that just brings me joy inside, you know? And then the more I focus on those little things, the more it just bubbles over to everything. So there are tiny little things everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like the color on the wall, you know, even if you're the robot at Amazon or like the human <laughs> that could be a robot, there could be like one thing that you could look at that's pretty in the warehouse somewhere. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, you could wear a, like what I do is I have a step tracker in my phone and I can appreciate all the steps that I took and how healthy, you know, that yeah. make you. Um, all right, let's go ahead with Sarah's question. Who wants to read for Sarah? For Sarah or Joshua? No, for Sarah. Sarah's going to ask the question, then Joshua will answer it. So we oh, right, right, usually right. go with the question first. I'll read the question. All right. Go. All right. Dear all Joshua. Right. My question for Joshua as of right now is what is the next step for me at this time? I feel that this course is a very important step for me. And is, and is there anything else that I can do now that will be beneficial? I'm getting a lot of inspiration and ideas for moving forward in my life. Even though I don't know the how yet, I have a vision of what I want for myself. There's fear that comes up, of course, and it's pushing past the fear regarding certain feelings of lack that is the hardest part. Thank you, Sarah. So that sort of states where a lot of people are. They're looking towards the future that in whatever they're going to get themselves involved in, they have an idea that this is going to improve them, and yet they have these limiting beliefs and this, you know, the feelings of lack and things like that. And so what can they do right now in this moment to prepare them for their future, whatever that is? Yes. All right. Who wants to read for Joshua? Allie, want to mix it up? Sure. Okay. All right. Dear Sarah, the best way to prepare for your future is to place yourself smack dab in the present moment. The future is always an illusion because it's seen from your current perspective which is a bit limited. As you expand through the experiences of your life, you raise your vibration and your perspective. You will become more aware. You will understand yourself, all other people, and the world around you from a higher perspective with each passing moment. In order to ready yourself for whatever the future will bring, 
you must ground yourself in the present moment. So how do we do that? Well, okay, that's probably <laughs> what they're going to say. In the next one. <laughs> Wait, so as Wendy and Kyla to read this, it's like a competition, like who does it the best? No, Kyla, <laughs> you sure? Not oh, okay. So <laughs> is that interesting? Yeah, if you bring out the idea of competition, yeah. that can either inspire somebody or f- cause fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I yeah. want Kyla to do better it's, than I do. I want to see who wins this. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, Kyla. All right, Kyla. Screw you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Is that inspired, Wendy? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. How does one ground themselves in the present moment? by focusing on all the good that exists now, rather than the lack of what you perceive you need to be happy. This time in your life will only occur once. Relish it. You will not have very strong and accurate memories of this time, so it's best to live them fully now. It does does not matter what you think you lack, because that is an illusion. There is no such thing as lack. Lack is always an illusion. Stop looking outside yourself in order to find what's missing. Start looking inside to find what exists there now. You have talents and attributes that will emerge as soon as you stop your resistance to what is. Those talents and special attributes exist now, but you cannot fully see them. You will see them soon enough. Just know that they exist now. Yeah, so all of us have these internal talents and attributes that because of our ideas of unworthiness don't come out. Mm -hmm. You know? That like, line, this time in your life will only occur, occur once. You will not have very strong and accurate memories of this time. That is like rings so true for me. So mm. true. Mm. I, I don't this. remember a whole bunch from the past. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So why not make the moment yeah. the best, you know, yeah. every moment. I had this idea like 10 years ago or 20 years ago, long time ago, but to take a kid like on their first birthday and have a series of 20 questions and videotape their answers to it, the same questions. And then on their second birthday and the third and fourth and fifth, things like, what are you going to be when you grow up? Who are you in love with now? Uh, Who's your best friend now? (laughs) Their first and second birthdays, they can't talk about. Right, it would be silly, right? (laughs) And so, but the second or third, and then it keeps going. So they're 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. And Mm -hmm. then... Like when they graduate college or when they get married, then you have a reel that you can cut and paste and it'll be funny as hell, you know. But it will also give you these memories of what they're like at that time because they're changing all the time. I think a lot of the kids today will have, you know, fun (laughs) when they're our age looking back because they've made all these YouTube videos that are still there. I've got some videos of my nieces and nephew and doing songs and stuff from when they were kids and this fun to go back and look at that. And I wish I had stuff of like videos of me in high school and plays and things like that, or hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So live in the moment means to, to appreciate and be grateful for what you have now to enjoy what's going on now, because this part in your life will never happen again and you won't remember it. And Mark's, you know, idea of a daily spiritual practice where you're writing down what you're grateful for now and even maybe journaling about what's going on right now so that you can read it back one day in the future. Mm. All right. So you can see that by being happy and present right now, you're just, you're just, you're just experiencing the only thing that can be experienced is how you're feeling right now. Yes. And when you think about the future, it's always, you know, that it's always going to be partly worry and partly uh, anticipation. And when you look at the past, it's always going to be partly fun and interesting and partly regretful, depending on what you're t- listening to or talking about or remembering. Yeah. And it's a practice. It's like if, you're, if you've been practicing negative stuff, if you've been practicing worrying, if you've been practicing fearful, fearing the, the future then it's going to take some practice to slowly get out of that and to go towards positive. Um, So I would suggest two things that everyone can do is meditate every day and just write a list of things they appreciate. Those two things 
will radically alter your life, especially meditation. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. You are currently focusing on lack, lack of money, lack of love, lack of passion, lack of fulfillment, lack of progress, lack of purpose, but there never is actual lack. It's simply the false perception of lack. You do not need to be loved. You simply need to express your love and acceptance of yourself, all others, and the world around you. You do not need to find your passions and purpose in this moment. You need to move through certain experiences in order to allow these things to be revealed to you. You cannot simply manifest everything all at once. You would not know what to do with these things. You must find a way to enjoy the delightful unfolding of your life. It really is all about the journey and is never about the destination. The final destination is also an illusion. Wow, That's that great. was brilliantly. <laughs> that, yes. Wendy wins. <laughs> so far, I think Wendy's ahead. Yeah. That, was, yeah, that was the content I think there. Yeah. But that paragraph right there, if we just took that paragraph, yes. well, I'm going to take that paragraph and just um, put it into the Friends of Joshua Facebook. Yeah, that's a great uh, paragraph. Yeah. That really spoke to me. That says everything. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> When we focus on lack of whatever, we're going to just receive more experiences of lack. And, you know, by, by focusing daily on what you appreciate, then you are at least bringing in more abundance because this is an abundance of things that you exist in your life now. And if we were really to look at our lives, we would, we would see how wonderful it is and instead of focusing on that tiny bit that we think is missing, we could focus on how wonderful things are now. It really is all about acceptance and all about living for today, just doing what is for today, not thinking about tomorrow, and then letting tomorrow take care of itself. Mm -hmm. Reaching for the higher perspective. And hoping nothing bad happens. <laughs> but even and accepting the possibility that it might and even that is right. part of the delightful unfolding of our lives like yes. joshua said this before you know when i or somebody was in the midst of like bamboo shoots under the fingernails or like think about five years from now like is it really going to feel as big to you then right. as it does right now probably not and in relating to that somebody else maybe jordan peterson or somebody that i was listening to was talking about how like Every human being is on its own like hero's journey and every hero's journey has arcs, you know, the ups and the downs. So zooming out and being able to like, even if we're mm. in the midst of a manifestation event or the chaos or whatever, that that's part of it too. And that from that comes the expansion like we were talking about. And that is just as, can be just as magical a part yeah. as all of the like. Uh, 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 yeah. Well, Mark's been now. Fading out, Mark. Yeah, and just like that, you know, that, that, like you said, Kyla, the pain of the bamboo under your nails. Childbirth is probably one of the painfulest things we go through. And yeah. you know what? What do we do? We do it again get and again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get the pain. And yeah. we're like, oh, yeah, let's have another kid. Oh, why did I do that? Right. <laughs> and then you just forget the pain all over again, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. It's designed that way, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it true of all pain? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. if it wasn't like that, we'd never go to the dentist ever again. No. Oh, yeah. God, no. <laughs> uh, well, the difference is because there are people who go through the pain of childbirth and decide never to do it again, but that's when we that's choose the perspective that that pain is traumatic, you mm -hmm. know, and mm -hmm. that's avoided at all costs, and that's... That's one way to do it, but then you, you yeah. Know, and there are women that we find painful, right? That we perceive yeah. as painful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are women who get themselves in a meditative state or whatever and allow the baby to come forth yeah. with no pain. Yeah. And there are women yeah. who orgasm during childbirth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There are women that are so worried about the pain of childbirth that they don't have kids. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, it's very yeah. true. So let me pose a question to Tracy, Wendy, and Kyla. So do you think the pain well, you went Why not me? <laughs> yeah. And Gary, let me pose a question. That was very exclusive. You're right. Let me pose a question to Tracy, Wendy, Gary, and Kyla. Did the pain of childbirth that you guys went through, um, do you think it made you bond with your kid or appreciate your kid more after? No. 
I don't think the pain had anything to do with it. It was just the sight. Or not, of- but not, I'm sorry, but not the whole pain, but the journey of the nine months and everything that went oh, with it well, yeah. and the pain it, and everything that that includes. It made me appreciate myself more. <laughs> like see myself in a different light. Like, oh my God, I did Look that. I did. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, okay. But the bond with your well, the baby. I think the bond was already formed. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. You could, yeah. Well, so yeah, the entire nine months. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, because I mean, things came up during pregnancy, like not feeling good, but, but like it was for a purpose, you know? And so, yeah, yeah. it probably does. I don't know. And having, I felt like it was a feelings. purpose greater than myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that was a greater mm-hmm. purpose bringing forth this child. Also, you wouldn't want it to happen right away. You had to go through those nine months. Yeah. And you were okay going through those nine months. You know, yeah. unlike a lot of manifestations that we want to happen right away, we're not, we're not used to the waiting for the gestation period to be over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of birthing a desire, it should be just state a desire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cultivate wow. the feelings I've, of the desire. Just right. I've been doing that with myself. Like rather than judging myself for not being farther along, seeing myself as being in like an incubation period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In your first trimester. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in my own womb still. <laughs> all right. Let's go to the next one. Okay. Kyla, really okay. put your all into this. Really? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yes. You have been programmed by your society to chase the carrot on the stick. You believe that the things you want to make you feel happy exist outside of you. If you really want to prepare for the boot camp, take the next few weeks to fully explore your current life because this life will be replaced with another life. That future life is not better or worse. It's simply clearer. You will not become an improved version of yourself since you are perfect as you are now. You will simply gain a new perspective on yourself. You will simply understand more. You will learn how to focus your attention on the subjects that bring you joy and bliss in the moment, and you will think less about the future. Yeah, there you go. That's really where we're all, what we're all doing here is we're trying to see ourselves from a higher perspective. And in doing that, we, you know, as we see ourselves more and more and more perfect and less and less and less limited by limiting beliefs and fear, then we expect more. Because naturally, when you see yourself in a better light from a higher perspective, then your reality has to change to reflect how you see yourself. So if you're seeing yourself as more magnificent, more of a being of love, more accepting, more appreciative, then you're getting these things back because that's how this law of attraction thing works. Mm. All right. Something. By the way, Kyla, that was brilliant. Brilliant. That was. That was. <laughs> Let's okay, have good. Tracy do the next one and okay. compare the three. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Just have to tell me where we are. Um, Your perception that anything is lacking. There you gotcha. Go. All right, you ready? Yeah. Ready. Your perception that anything is lacking is actually dictated by your current approach to life. It's a form of control. It is not effective since it is based in fear and does not align with who you really are or how this system of physical reality is organized. It is the approach of a victim. In essence, you want all the things you think you want in order to feel more secure and safe. The irony is that you have all the security you will ever need right now. Mm-hmm. Very good. Have Slow you guys, up. Have you guys up. seen Tracy's videos? <laughs> Thank yes. You. She's getting good. Love it. She's getting yes. really good at these things. Yeah. Really good. The last one was great, babe. Thanks, babe. All right. So yeah. Um, it's this perception that something is lactating. Lactating? Anything is lacking is actually dictated by your approach to life. So if you're in that approach to life yeah. where you think outside things will make you feel secure or different or worthy or whatever, um, that's how your perception is. And if your yeah. perception or if your approach to life is that you cultivate feelings internally to create the reality you prefer, 
then that approach will allow you to notice and appreciate how much is going on now without worrying about what you think you lack. Mm. So it's all about the approach to life. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I think the, the, one of the best Joshua, most popular ones of the Joshua lives was that uh, a massive shift to the new approach to life that is starting with us and is building and building and building and will be adopted by most people, say, 100 years from now. So when you say us, us five, I think, right? <laughs> us who are listening us to this now, who are involved oh, in the Joshua okay. community, those who are interested in the law of attraction, those who are, who are watching okay. Abraham and- Us collective, Mark. Oh, us yes. collective. Yep. Yeah. It feels better to just think us five, though, for me. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a lot of, like, pressure. <laughs> uh, but that's something that's been interesting that I've been seeing is that this- information is popping up all over, like all over, all over, all yes. over in different Everywhere. areas of it. And like Exciting. in the TV shows we're watching. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Movies, mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Well, well, we're attracting more of that because that's what we're tuned right. to. Mm-hmm. You know? That's, yeah. so, that's true, too. Yeah, we're not watching <laughs> the news. And we're not... You know, not watching about Ted Bundy, investigation <laughs> 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 discovery, nine <laughs> eleven. We're not watching any of that. No news. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish everybody could see this and how Zuzu is like really engaged in our conversation right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, falling asleep. Like yeah, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Wendy, let's go to the next one. Okay. No, you will never overcome the feelings of fear, doubt, and negative emotion. These are feelings you do not want to eradicate since they are your guidance and you will come to appreciate them. Negative emotions simply indicates resistance. You want to live a life of far far less resistance and far more love. You will learn how to ease your resistance and this will allow your talents and beneficial attributes to emerge. Yeah, you you have resistance. You can't even say resistance. I can't even say you're, resistance. You're so aligned. Yeah. I'm so aligned. I, what? <laughs> yeah, that word is not no longer in your vocabulary. Yeah, I don't get that. What is that word? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we don't want to eradicate feelings of fear. We we all think that being secure, yeah, you won't feel fear, right? And that's that's not. We want to put fear in its proper place. It's yeah. useful. Yeah. But it just lets us know when we're, when we have a limiting belief or when we're being resistant. Yeah. Remember yeah. that, Kyla? Remember when we thought we'd be done? Yeah. <laughs> we were so cute. We were so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Such little, cute little newbies. Yeah. Well, that's also, that's also how I've been like trying to zoom out and look at myself when I'm in fear too, yeah. you know, like, yeah. oh, it's so yeah. cute that I think that there's anything like be all worked up about right now. Right. You know? yep. That's yes. so cute. <laughs> It's true. It makes it lighter and easier, you know, right. this yeah. yep. remind yourself there's nothing serious going on here. Oh, look at me. Look and, at me. I'm all upset. <laughs> yeah, and nothing like, means anything. Yep. You know? And that, you know, that's hard. I think that's like when Cindy brought up the whole slavery thing on the Joshua Live. It's like to think nothing matters when our whole lives we've been taught everything matters, you know, yeah. it's like. You have to be this way. You have to be that way. You have to take things seriously. Yes. You have to get an A. Yes. You have to be good. Yes. Yeah. You, you didn't say thank you. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> yeah. Don't embarrass yourself or especially me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Behave. Behave. Yeah. yeah. Be on your best behavior. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's a challenge, I'll tell you to have children in this day and age right now uh, going through the school system and you know, knowing what I know and I'm living the new approach and here are all these teachers and principals and everybody else in the school system and um, it's, it's a challenge to, yeah. you know, be inspired to, you know, when you're getting a letter home, you know, your child's this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, you know, trying to be positive and not prove it, you know making them wrong or telling them, I don't give a shit if she fails. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. You know, they'll be like, huh? <laughs> right. You know, it's that challenge because they appreciate, you know, oh, thank you so much for supporting us at home. You know, it's important for the teachers and, 
I don't know. I'm just finding it. Yeah, but that, even that right there, it's important for the teachers. Who gives a fuck about the teachers? I mean, like, <laughs> and I, I mean, I get that because I was so involved in that with my kids. Like, oh, you yeah. have to do this, you have to do that. But right. what a wonderful opportunity for growth for you, Tracy, you know, to just yeah. look at things from a, a higher perspective now and maybe plant a seed in one of those teachers or one of those yeah. principals that there is another way to do this. Yeah, Absolutely. there is another way Absolutely. to do it. There is. By, by there your example. Is. By your example. Yeah, by your example. Yeah. alignment. Yeah. Well, the teachers are programmed like the rest of us to yes, want to control. Mm-hmm. And they they are taking it very seriously because they think it means something about them, how many people yep. pass and fail. Totally. And so they're caught in the whole system, and the system is based on churning out automatons. Yes. Yeah. Very much. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it is challenging, especially like like Erin, for instance, with her little kids and stuff. It's like, and Kyla, you got these little boys. I mean, it's like that's, they've got a whole life of this ahead of them, and it'll be interesting to see how and if the system does change. Yeah. Yeah, I can see, I can see signs that it is, but yeah, it's almost like the job thing. I get it, Trace, where it's not like a lot of times I'm not sure how to be in it, you know, Mm. Um, but how there are little things like, oh, like even when the teachers are, you know, maybe caught up in fear or whatever, just like appreciating that they care, like finding things to focus on and like, yeah. I found myself writing an email back to her today. You know, I got this email for Gianna's teacher and she's like, thank you so much for all your support at home. I was like, no, thank you for all you do. And, you know, being in that, you know, new approach to life and, and, you know, just writing a simple email and Mm. being authentic Mm. was really just, you know, I am very grateful for her for helping my children. She doesn't have to help Gianna after school and do all this extra work for her, but she is. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And and I did say at the end of the email, you know, I will do what I can to support Gianna at home. And whether that's doing nothing or not caring, I'm still being, you know, truthful. Like, I'll do whatever I'm I can. her unconditionally yeah. as she yes. is. There you go. Yes. Exactly. Which is more than forcing her more to sit down and do. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like I'm not going to force them, but I will encourage. I'll be like, hey, you know, you're supposed to do this. If you don't do that, try to make her see, you know, this is just the way it is. But like you said, not going to force. I'm going to be accepting and allowing. And that's how, well you know, done. I choose to be supportive supportive at home, <laughs> you know, which is well done. I'm seeing how it's a, it's a process for you, for Tiana and the teacher. Yeah. Like, yes. It's so much more relaxing because I, I'm sure Wendy understands that a lot. And I see a lot of my friends go through it with their kids. They're failing and they're forcing them and they're punishing them. Sit down. You're not going anywhere until you do your homework. You have to get this done. I was never like that. The kids can give a rat's ass about history or whatever the subject Mm -hmm. is, but then turn them over (laughs) here and have them look at electronics and they light up. You know, it's like. Right. Frustrating to see that in kids. I had a friend who her her son could quote anything from any time in history, any time. This kid just like had new history and yet he was failing math. So we all focused on his failing at the math. You know what I mean? It's like, no, look, look at this (laughs) kid. Look at that. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, when I went to college, I took a history class from a teacher who, who made it, who loved it and made, and made it fun. And I liked history for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll come to you when you're ready for it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but to program all the kids to learn the same thing at the same time when half of them aren't interested in it, they'll never learn it. They'll just learn enough to take a test. Right. Exactly. That's what I did. Yeah. Learned the game and I played it. But I remember being a kid and my school was, I don't remember ever doing homework. Not one time ever. What? Not ever studying for anything ever. Uh, um, you were you were under uh, you were under uh, challenged. You were you know you need you, you weren't in yeah. gifted classes and things. No, uh, I, I took uh, my best thing I ever on. did was I took Spanish one three years in a row. Spanish. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. So I was in seventh grade. I took Spanish one, and then the new or maybe it was sixth grade and then the new school, no, seventh grade. Then there was another school. And so I said, no, I never took Spanish before. Take Spanish one. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was so easy. Yeah, I've never had, <laughs> like, You're really good it's at this. Natural. I thought you were 
found it each time. Have you ever heard him try to speak Spanish or Italian? Yeah. No. <laughs> mozzarella. That's how you say it. Mozzarella. That's how you say it. But um, anyway, yeah, so we had lots of fun. We were riding our bikes around. We didn't come home. There's no way to, for the parents to track us. My dad was at work all day anyway, so I just yeah. came home when I thought it was dinner, or I'd be at my friend's house for dinner and just call him. That was yeah. fine. Sleeping over at people's houses all the time. This is loosey-goosey thing. Nothing seemed serious. Nobody cared. Nobody asked about our grades. Nobody yeah. ever looked at my report card. Nobody mm. gave a shit, which was so good. Mm. Huh. Yeah. yeah, you had the freedom in that. Yeah, and then I graduated high school, and I go, oh, I got to prove my worthiness, so I go to college and waste five years doing that. Wasn't a waste, of course. We all know that. Right. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You ruined it and sorted and sifted. Whatever. That's something. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been making money. Money. All right. What I want. Let's go to the final paragraph. Okay. If anyone remembers what we're talking about. <laughs> what the Sarah, hell? we're talking about Sarah. Yeah, okay. being in the moment. Yeah. Um, all right. Prior to this boot camp, you have a certain unique perception of reality and a limited perspective based on who you think you are now. After the boot camp, you will perceive your reality in a totally new way. You'll have a much higher and broader perspective. You will see yourself from a new angle. You will increase your appreciation of all things, all people, and especially yourself. You will notice even more inspiration, and you will know what to do next. All of this is in store for you in just a few weeks. In the meantime, enjoy this version of Sarah, because you will never be like this ever again. Goosebumps. Mark, uh, oh. take it away. Good, Mark. Our, Bring us home, Mark. Bring <laughs> us home. <clears throat> With our love, jo we are Joshua. Hold on. Yeah, one line. Come on, Mark. Come on. You're a professional. What, what is it? What's a line? I don't have it in front of me. You said <laughs> it right, but you, you <laughs> stuttered. Oh. With our love, we are Joshua. Very good. Okay. How about a little louder this time? With our love, we are Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We have to redo the that whole thing now. Uh, start over. God, yeah, start Mark, over. I wanted to have some fun so on close. Saturday. But yeah, no, now I'm going to be stuck here. This was almost the happy hour. Yeah, almost Dang, the happy hour. We got to do it again, you guys? Yeah. <sighs> it was well, more like uh, the happy. Yeah, my day's over now. Yeah. Happy Wait, what's yeah, what's the new name of this roundtable again? What the is Law of Attraction Happy Hour. The Law of Attraction Happy Hour Roundtable Exclusive? It would yes. be the name if I had another five bucks to get another logo. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. yeah. Right. So we're sticking with the Law of Attraction Roundtable. The Law of Attraction money. Maybe we'll have a, a GoFundMe campaign to raise money for a new <laughs> logo. There you go. That's yes. a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Did you use Fiverr? <laughs> Fiverr, five bucks, yeah. Really? Huh, yeah. Maybe I'll use them to make my Facebook page. <laughs> you guys want to see? Make a video of me. I want to see it. <laughs> Yeah. Can you make it? That's what you should make say. Make a video of me talking. Make a video of me talking about the law of attraction. Yeah, and make me sound really smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make me sound smart. <laughs> For $5. For $5. Let's see it. Ah, oh, there it is. Here it comes. You see it? Awesome the sauce. The law of attraction roundtable. Looks so serious. Oh, I'm sort of smiling. Look, it's a little bit up there on the sides. <laughs> I am serious. I'm a very serious dude. Yeah, you are. You are. A, <laughs> oh, I, my God. The, you saying dude reminds me of this meme that I saw of Jesus, like, sitting there, you know, so there's Jesus and all the children, everybody gathered around him, and the words say, and then I was like, dude, you can do everything I can do. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Good. All right. So what's going on? We have um, the round, the... Uh, what you call it, the boot camp, the next boot camp starting in July, early July. We don't know when it's going to be the 1st or the 8th. Who knows? Ooh, so that, yeah. based on what we're talking about now, is about six or seven weeks away. We've got uh, something going to happen in May next year, uh -huh. uh, either a cruise or something. We'll figure that one out. We have a free course uh, radically raise your vibration in seven days by processing limiting beliefs. If you want that, send an email to joshuateachings at gmail.com. 
We have another podcast, if you're not aware of it, called Joshua Live that's running up the charts. Becoming, I think it is the most popular law of attraction podcast by a channeled person living in North Carolina. <laughs> in the world? The most <laughs> probably. You never know though. The Periwinkle House. <laughs> Periwinkle House. Yeah. And uh, that's the, what else is going with you guys? Mark Shahada, what's happening with you? Where will you be performing? I'm going to Greece uh, next week. Going to Greece no for Bastery of Tea Level 2. I'm going to be assisting awesome. doing sessions. Awesome. Wow. Be badass. Cool. What part of Greece? Near Athens. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I've been to Athens a couple of times. It's great. Athens is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And anyone else going to Greece? No. <laughs> no. I am. Yeah, we are. Yep. Tracy and I eventually are going lots of places. Yes, we are. <laughs> eventually. Yeah. eventually. Not without me. Yeah, All right. I don't know. You guys have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you next week. Joshua Live is on Monday. Join the Friends of Joshua Facebook group, and you can join Joshua Live on Monday nice. if you like to watch live. And Send otherwise, money. have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Teachings of Joshua Roundtable. Remember, you are loved more than you can imagine by more than you could ever count. We'll see you next week.